Welcome back to Catalyst, the CLS West podcast. My name is Thad Risto, and today I am joined here by two guest speakers. Uh, one, Peter Kyla, and uh, the other is Adam Williams. And they are both going to go through what they t- uh, talked about and taught in our Wednesday night gathering on February 1st um, from the passage of Galatians 1, 11 through 24. So I'll just pass it over to Peter, and he can uh, give you a recap and some food for thought. Yeah, thanks, Thad. Um, I was really excited to speak uh, at students. I haven't done it before, so I was a little bit nervous, but uh, with the middle schoolers, it was a lot of fun. Um, they're great kids. I was speaking on Galatians 1, 11 through 24, and the main point that I wanted to drive home was that understanding the gospel makes us new and changes our lives. And the things that I covered in my talk uh, included Paul's story, uh, my own story, and then how it applied to the kids' lives or their story. Um, when, we, when we think about Paul and his life, he was essentially against the church for a long time as a Pharisee, uh, practicing Judaism. Um, he was trying to destroy the church and would literally go through town, house to house, drag out Christians into the street and have them put in prison. Um, but when Paul's conversion happened, and, and you can read about that in Acts 9, um, we see that he was walking down the road to Damascus, and Jesus blinded him, talked to him, and he was blind for three days until some, God sent someone to lay hands on him, uh, Ananias, and then he was able to see, not just physically, but he was also able to see spiritually. Um, after that, he began to go out and preach the gospel in the synagogues, And the disciples were amazed that this was even the same guy. And I talked about how Paul's life wasn't the only one that's been changed by Jesus in the Bible. There's lots of other characters that I went through with the kids, including Zacchaeus, the woman at the well, the prodigal son, Jonah, David, um, and even the thief on the cross. Um, And then I went into my story and how Jesus has changed me, um, how I used to live when I was younger and how my priorities were and just really focused on sports and didn't really do well in school. Um, but then as I went through life, I, I went through a difficult time relationally and met Jesus in a pretty low place. Um, I'd already always known Jesus since I was little, but he wasn't really real to me until that time. Uh, once I knew that Jesus loved me unconditionally, Uh, loved me enough that he went to the cross for me. Um, It was amazing to experience the freedom that I felt through that. So my life changed and I began to serve Jesus in a whole new way, Um, not just because I felt obligated to or had to in the church, but because I truly wanted to love the people that he loved. Um, And then I tied that all back to the kids and said, hey, like, how can you guys be new? How can you guys be transformed in the way that you live because you know Jesus? And I went through just a couple examples um, that maybe at school or at home, um, how they treat their friends, how they treat their siblings, even what they do with their time, whether it's playing a certain video game or watching certain things on TV, um, and how that can look different uh, when you follow Jesus. So I really wanted to just make it as clear and direct for them as I could, make them understand that understanding the gospel really does change them and changes their lives. Um, And then I offered up some discussion questions like, how have you changed as a result of knowing Christ? Or how have you witnessed the change in others around you from knowing and understanding the gospel? 
Um, and then I set before them a couple action steps this week. One was to share um, by telling another person about how the gospel has changed their life. Um, another one was to pick a worship song that relays the full uh, message of the gospel and listen to it throughout the week. Uh, lots of kids love listening to music, so it's a great way to essentially preach the gospel to themselves through music. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, music has been a big part of my own life uh, and hearing the voice from God uh, speak to me uh, through the Holy Spirit. Peter, thank you so much for joining us today and doing a recap of your message from last night. I know the middle schoolers were really impacted by it, um, even to the point where I think one of them mistakened me for you. So yeah, I uh, really appreciate you coming out and teaching middle school. Uh, I know you've been volunteering with the student ministry for over a year now, and that's been really great. I've been really enjoying getting to know you and having you a part of the team. So now we're going to transition over to Adam Williams, who is the father of one of our students at CLS West, and he is going to do his recap on the same passage in Galatians. Adam, take it away. So last night we continued on in our series walking through the book of Galatians, and what we see in verses 11 through 24 is really Paul, why Paul is so defending the gospel, right? So in the first part of that first chapter, he's laying out what the gospel is, and now he's focusing into why it's important for us to defend it and where that gospel came from. And really Paul's heart in that is because the gospel changed his life so much. Uh, Paul is very clear about the fact that, listen, I was a violent man. I was persecuting the church. I was, and by the law standard, I was perfect, but yet he still saw a need for the gospel in his life. He saw the brokenness that was there and it changed him. And our main point last night was that we all have a former life when we walk into the gospel, when we receive the gospel, that old life stops and a new life begins. And so our encouragement to the, to the high school last night is that, listen, we all are going to have a former life when we accept the gospel, and we don't want that former life to begin to um, affect our current new life, and that it's lost its power, really, to do that through the gospel, so that as we're pursuing and as we're growing and as we're following Jesus, that when those things come up from our former life, we can look at them and say, because of the gospel, they have no control in us. And then when we understand that gospel, that really it's Jesus plus nothing, and that's Paul's whole stance, is that it's Jesus plus nothing equals salvation, that we don't add our works to it. And, and that's hard for us living in the Midwest where we try to do, um, to add things to the gospel, right? So it's just, it's gotta, it can't be that simple that it, Jesus loved me enough that he saw my unrighteousness, he died on the cross to give me his righteousness and to make me my right standing before God um, correct. And so we receive that and we go, okay, well, I've got to do these things 
to convince God to love to love me. And a lot of us in our journey can move from that stance. And so my encouragement to parents and to the youth is that always check our motivation of why we're doing things. I'm doing things and I, I worship, I serve, I go to church, I give my life, I give my money, I give my time because I understand the beauty of the gospel and that God loves me. So I'm moving from that position. I want to worship because I've experienced the grace of God. I want to give my time because Christ gave his life for me. But we have a tendency sometimes to do is go, I'm going to do all these things to try to get enough gold stars underneath my name. So I this week, God, I, I went to church and I, I worshiped when Willie told me to worship. And I out of three out of the five days, I did my uh, two-year Bible reading plan. So, man, I am. I've got gold stars. God, you love me. I'm doing great. The problem is that the next week when we've had a hard week and we didn't go to church or we didn't get our Bible reading program done, now all of a sudden we're taking stars away and we're trying to convince God to love us again. And so that's a very dangerous path to get down. And so I want to just encourage all of us, man, we're operating from his love, from his grace, and not for it. We're not doing these things trying to convince God to love us. We're doing them because he has. And that's the beauty of the gospel. And that's what Paul is trying to defend uh, to this church in, in Galatia is that, guys, you're adding to it. And that then it becomes not the gospel at all. It's either Jesus and nothing or it's a man's gospel, as he would say. Yeah, Adam, actually, there is something that you said last night about uh, a phrase that you used last night um, about regardless of the, the offer on the table, like the gospel mm-hmm. says you can come as you are, but you don't have to leave the way you came. Right. I thought that was just a powerful line to use, and I think uh, students really took away from it. Yeah, and I think what Paul shows us is that in Paul's sharing of his past life, his former life, it takes away any excuse that we'd have that we think God couldn't save us, right? You don't know my past I've been in. If you were having a conversation with Paul, man, Paul, you don't know where I've been. And Paul would literally say to you, have you killed people? Like, no. Well, I did, and God still had a purpose and plan for my life. That's good. Thanks, Adam, for uh, hey. joining. Th- thanks for having us last night. Yeah, of course. Well, hey, thank you for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and were able to take something away from it to apply to your daily walk with Jesus. Our hope and vision for this podcast is that it would serve as a tool and resource for further discipleship in your home. Catalyst was created to appeal to both students and their parents, so we'll be releasing one episode per week filled with talks like today and equipping lessons to encourage you in your walk and your students' walk with the Lord. If you liked our content today, be sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That way you are able to stay up to date with each episode. Thanks for listening again, and remember, we want you to know Jesus, grow in Him, and go out to share the good news with others. My name is Thad Risto, and I will see you in the next one.